everybody, and welcome back to the Walton Biz Talk, a podcast where we have casual conversation about serious things. Welcome back, everybody. My name's Emily Kelly. I'm Cole Eichelberger. And it's great to have y'all back for a new semester and a new school year. So today, we'll be talking about written communication, everything that you would need to know as an incoming college student or even someone who's been here for many years. So to preface, We know, we understand here at the BCL that college is very overwhelming. Whether you're a new student or an existing student, it's a lot. And, you know, whenever things become too stressful, it's really important to always take a second to breathe and remember that you have a lot of years, whether it be four or more, you have a lot of years to figure things out. You don't need to have a perfect resume or a perfect GPA. By the time you finish freshman year, you every student has so many more semesters or opportunities and a lot can happen in a semester. So prefacing with that, Today we're going to be discussing some helpful tips on how to make a schedule, how to build good habits and stay organized, sending emails to your professors, and a few others. So making a schedule. Making a schedule is honestly, in my opinion, one of the absolute most important things that you can do as a student. Well, I'd agree. It's a necessity. 100%. It it can be like a life or death type difference for your GPA. Um, I personally feel that Google Calendar, um, Outlook Calendar, and Excel are three very, very helpful resources. Um, It's great for organizing due dates, assignments, meetings, any of the events that any new or current students might have. The past two years, I personally have used an Excel spreadsheet to organize all my classes. I organize it by uh, class, color, due date, due time, and assignment topic. And it has helped me stay so on track with all my assignments, keep everything into one place. Uh, it really it helped me familiarize myself with Excel as well, mm-hmm. which is something every business student, you know, obviously needs to know. Um, and so this really helped me kind of draw a line between balancing my personal time and my school schedule. Yeah, no, no, I'd agree. Those are all great strategies to follow. I don't, I'm addicted to using paper. Like I have mm-hmm. to have a like I need I need the actual calendar book. But I even still I go ahead and I'll use Google calendars as well, just because it's a nice way to give you reminders, especially mm-hmm. as you have scheduled meetings that are going to come up throughout the year. Uh, anyways, th- all that stuff is really like it's a key thing to be able to just to manage things because you're on your own for the first time. You're managing your time. Or if you've been here for a little while, you might have other jobs. You've got significant others you need to make sure that you're taken care of. There's there's a whole you're juggling. You're always juggling. Exactly. And that's why it's just important to be able to make a schedule and, you know, organization to a T, it can be bothersome, but it's exactly like you said, Cole, you know, you're learning how to manage your time on your own for the first time in your life, like fully. And so it's the best way to really get in the habit of building these good habits as students, as well as just in general. Because, you know, the system and the habits that you build for yourself, especially that initial year of college, really sets a tone. Like, it really can carry on in both positive or negative ways to your continuing years of college. And so, you know, this goes for a lot of things. This goes for, you know, going to class, class attendance. You know, once you get in the habit of not going, it's, it's, I take it for me, personal experience, Mm -hmm. I'll admit it, it sticks and you'll be in that hole for the rest of the semester. And so, you know, going to class, staying organized, um, especially with your assignments, writing assignments. Let's talk about that real quick. It is so important 
to have an organized schedule for all your classes, but especially writing assignments, given that they take so much longer and require a lot more planning, designating uh, you know, small amounts of time by setting smaller due dates and pacing yourself just in general as well. It just will always result in a much higher quality of work and it, it makes your work a little lot easier. Mm-hmm. Establishing a writing practice too is a key thing as far as for getting yourself writing something every day, whether it's journaling, uh, whether it's uh, reading an article, writing down what you've learned about a specific thing, just to keep yourself fresh and practiced. Uh, I know the longer, if the longer I go without writing every day, uh, the more anxious I get. The mm-hmm. more that you know, we procrastinate and we, we think we're going to finish everything the night before, and all of a sudden things don't sound good, right? Because we haven't practiced it. Same thing. It's you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't procrastinate a workout and then think you're going to be able to, you know, just go ahead and stay up all night and do all the workouts you haven't done in a semester, yeah. right? You have to go to yeah. the gym on a regular basis. Uh, you you can't just max out your lifting, exactly. you know, at the, at the last minute. I could not have put that any better than you just did. That is exactly, exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and there's plenty of ways, to, like you said, setting small due dates, getting that writing practice in. And one of the key things that you can do to try and, you know, give yourself those due dates is to utilize the writing center, you know, schedule yourself a couple of like, say if it's just pre-appointments, you know, stuff throughout the the assignment process. That way you could go ahead and say, you know, brainstorm in one session, come back a little bit later and talk about specifics of say, maybe, maybe you've got a thesis of three parts. You want to talk about the first two, right? That's something that might give you a little bit of a better opportunity to get into that writing practice. Uh, And Real quick, while we're talking about while we're talking about uh, writing practice, we, we need to talk about writing emails to professors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm only a graduate student right now, so I only I get a few I get a few strange emails every now and again. Oh, I bet. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> The key thing for if you're an incoming student, make sure that you're addressing your professor by their title. Do do your due diligence. Look up whether or not they're an instructor, a doctor, you know, what what their title is. That way you're not that way you're not just saying, hey, so and so. Right. Uh, it, it may seem odd, especially because, you know, high school teachers can be so familiar with us. Uh, but we're, you're in a new setting and you're in a new professional setting. And I know for me, sometimes it's it's a nice thing to remind myself of uh, grad students. There's fewer of us. We get to work more one on one with professors. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you can let that level of respect simply slip. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so make sure that when you're writing emails, make sure that you're addressing your professors properly. Make sure that you're clarifying what it is that you're trying to say. If, for instance, you're, you know, say you're behind on things, you need to request uh, an extension on that due date. Be sure to clearly state what the terms of that are. Say that you need 48 hours that you're going to be able to complete whatever it is you need to complete by a set time. And then make sure you have it in by that set time. More often than not, professors are willing to work with you, and they're definitely more willing to work with you if you can present yourself in that professional way. Other thing that is a, a key thing to do to keep those professors happy, read that syllabus, am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, there, I feel like, honestly, that is one of the biggest things of, for me coming into college, honestly, that there is not as much emphasis on it as there should be. Like, 100%, that is something I feel like that gets kind of overlooked, Reading the syllabus is so crucial, y'all. So crucial. Like when I, th- again, like I said earlier, this is one of those things, just like organization and making a schedule, that is the life or death difference between an A or a B or a B and a C. 
you know, we want to talk more about that, Cole. Oh, yeah. I think uh, especially for any of uh, any folks out there taking comp one or comp two, since you're going to be graded off of a grading contract as opposed to using rubrics all the time, a key thing to remember is how many absences you can actually have right? Because there are certain classes where you can have up to six absences and it won't affect your grade. Other classes, you'll only be able to have four. Some classes, depending on the professor, you may not be able to have any. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, again, that goes back into emailing your professor. Uh, you don't want to have to email your professor with something, uh, you know, that is concerning your grade and all they say is look at the syllabus, right? Right, right. And, it's, it's definitely easy to slip in the mindset of being like, oh, you know, I can remember this. Like, that's not a big thing for me to remember. But when you are an incoming student and you have a million things on your plate, mm -hmm. that is one less thing you're going to want to worry about. And so I, I found this system works for me, you know, about halfway through my freshman year that it really helps at the beginning of each semester. You want to go through and just read very thoroughly, read the syllabus, annotate whatever important information about the class you need to know within the syllabus. You know, like Cole was saying, if attendance was required, if there's a no makeup policy, if there's no late work policy, if, you know, you're able to get a quiz or test score drop throughout the semester, um, it, th again, this will 100% make a difference between what grades you receive at the end of the semester. And so having a small list or a small annotation of these syllabuses is, is so, so crucial. Mm -hmm. And it's a key thing to go ahead and while you're reading that syllabus, take note of what those specific assignments are going to be. There's like we've talked about earlier, there are resources on campus that are going to be able to help you. I know for me, one of the things I do for at least creative writing students uh -huh. is I have them try and go to a couple live performances. I try and make sure that they're going out and doing at least maybe a few readings that happen throughout the year. So sometimes you can get those extracurricular like assignments that are in the syllabus. And if you're, you know, thinking maybe you're not quite prepared for them, there's other things that like, you know, on campus that can help you. Uh, I know public speaking is a big one for a couple of business classes. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a big class for sure. You know, there's and it's it can be very easy to get overwhelmed with mm -hmm. these types of classes. And that is hands down, in my opinion, the absolute best thing about this university, the University of Arkansas, is the amount of help that this university and the people in charge of it reach out to its students like they want to help they want you to have the best four years of your life or reach your maximum potential in those four years and so you know the campus has just incredible amount of resources that can assist students with any literally anything that you can think of that you would need help on um you know the student success center that is a great great area for it's a great tutoring resource for all students and all majors any subject you could think of and us here at the business communication lab we focus specifically on being a tutoring resource for business-specific students that want or need to work on their business communication. And so the, these are just two out of hundreds of resources that as an incoming student, you will find available to you on this campus. Mm -hmm. it, it, it can get overwhelming how mm -hmm. big the campus is, how much stuff there is. Uh, so a key takeaway, I'm going to real quick just reiterate what you said earlier. You have time. Uh, you've got a couple years here. You don't need to do every single thing and check every box within the first semester, right? Organize what you want to try and do each semester. Try and make sure you can fit in what all you can fit in and be willing to take a breather every now and again when things get stressful. 100%. I mean, just it's, it's important to 
work on having a system and figuring out what is going to work for you. And it's, it's okay to take the time to do that. You know, you don't have to just jump into life helter skelter. I mean, if you want to, and you can go for it, good for you. But you know, for a lot of people I know, it just takes a little bit of time and it's a lot like coming to college. And so to just take some time, take a breather, take some time to figure things out, take as much time as you need really. And cause life will still be here waiting for you when, when you come back from figuring that out. So, well, all right. Well, folks, that's been the first episode for the for getting back to the semester. Uh, we want to go ahead and thank uh, our editor, Angela. We want to thank our folks that's on social media, Jackson and Sophia. And we want to thank uh, Liza and Ryan for making sure that the BCL keeps running and we keep getting to do podcasts like these. Uh, this is the Walton Biz Talk, and we'll be back soon with more casual conversations about serious things.